I'm talking with Josh and Erica of The Empty Pockets. I was able to listen to Outside Spectrum. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think the songwriting's great. It's very... Um, I think you guys described it as industrious. I would say it's about as honest as you can get. So uh, kudos to you guys. Thank you. That's a big compliment. I appreciate that. I don't always love like, you can write like, I love you so much songs all day long, but we really wanted to make an album that was like about something. And I feel like we did write songs about stuff. Yeah. um, Yeah. uh, Like, first of all, just Outside Spectrum was a great, intro into it but um a bird does not sing um erica your vocals were just spot on for that that was that was awesome kind of walk me through the process that you guys took writing this album it's a covid album unfortunately in many ways you know we just had all this time that we normally don't we're big travelers well i think some artists like were sort of hampered by the pandemic and for us, it was a burst of creativity. We had a lot of time. We were able to be in our studio, socially distanced in different rooms. And so Josh would bring a lot of like sort of like his creative output, which was exploding to the table. And then all of us together in our separate spaces, listening to each other and not able to see each other, we would sort of go through the songs and build them together and, and create what is now that album. Yeah, this is the first album we've ever written where... We weren't thinking, uh, we should write one more tune for this album or something like that. It was the opposite. We, we picked out of 40 or 50 songs. We just had so much material. Sure. So Tense Car Tab Confrontation, is that a true story? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so we were in uh, two, it's 2019, and, and we, Eric and I, have, we, have, we have a great tour in the UK, and Eric and I fly directly to another couple gigs in, it was really crazy, like, we barely slept, we flew into Seattle, we took our only ever private plane to this place called the San Juan Islands, and we're like delirious tired. We have this great show, and then we got the news on, um, in on our mute. hotel room on mute, it's like the Seattle area news. And they have these things I'd never heard of in Seattle called car car tabs. We don't have those. We don't say that phrase here. Anyway, uh, the the headline on our TV on mute, had, there was two headlines in a row that really struck me. The first one was actually, the youth won't stop vaping. And then the next headline was tense car tab confrontation. And I saw that line and I was like, I've never heard a sentence even remotely like that. And <laughs> car tab conversation what a wonderful lyric we had been traveling a lot with al stewart and he believes very strongly that you should write songs that no one else has written and use phrases and words that are unique and that was very appropriate erica was in the shower and i think i'm shouting at her like i have this brilliant song Ari. it's, it's gonna be called tense car tab confrontation and you were like what I, you- I think i was in the bath and i was like what 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 words <laughs> did you just say Tense car tab confrontation no one there's, there's no song called that <laughs> and it really works very nice uh that's yeah i like when i like when songs have true stories that are not <laughs> a poncho and a lefty you know so <laughs> um so kind of if if you could uh amuse me and walk me through um that gun um that one just it where it sits it in the lineup of songs, um, you know, it just, it, it kind of builds and builds and then you get to that gun and it is a very powerful, 
as the lyrics and the um and the melodies are yeah there's a big juxtaposition in that song it sort of at first comes across as sort of like a like a jaunty jazzy piece and as you delve into the lyrics you sort of realize what i'm singing about and um this song Josh wrote after one of the mass shootings. What I was actually sad about it to me is I can't remember which one he wrote it after. Um, and so now every time we perform it, I'm imagining myself in this role as the person buying the gun and what their plans are. And um, I'm from an area really close to Highland Park. My parents lit, worked there. Um, the 4th of July shooting was in a place that I grew up and spent a lot of my time. And so, like, the song just continues to get more meaningful and haunting and a testament to sort of the moment and how we all are sort of processing gun rights and guns in our country. Yeah, like, to somebody like me and Erica, who both, like, grew up in the suburbs and affluent areas, in safe areas like there's something very surreal about guns you know like i'm a regular american raised dude like i like the born identity movies and i liked all sorts of violent movies where people smile through and hollywood through and glamour through like obscene gun violence and there's so much obscene gun violence in our city of chicago famous for that but all around our country that obviously it's not funny at all, but there's something like very sardonic. Like we don't, because we don't fix it at all. There's something very unsettling about it. And that's, I think the song really is unsettling in the best way. And it continues to build in that way. Like as time goes on, just played it live every night through Ohio. We did four dates in Ohio in the Columbus area and the Dayton area, Cincinnati area and the Cleveland area. And we were kind of nervous about playing it. And it went over really well. I think that I hope that maybe we're even beyond a super left-wing, right-wing political point and more onto a like children shouldn't get hurt at school, right? Like right. everyone can agree. That's not controversial. Nope. You know, it's not meant to be a controversial song. I know you guys have played with and open for like big names. I saw a video of you with Kenny Loggins. Um, I know uh, on your tour schedule, it looks like you're with Al Stewart again over in the UK coming up. Um, yeah. Okay. How... Al Stewart has become like our our weird best friend. He, <laughs> we, we've done almost 200 shows with him. He's really taught us about songwriting. Uh, the, this album, Outside Spectrum, uh, just uh, this past week was the number one uh, blues album on Billboard. It's our first ever number one ranking. Congratulations. We got to find out. Uh, thank thank you. you. We're so excited. We got to find out in the dressing room after a show, and no one was more excited. He was jumping. <laughs> this 75-year-old man was jumping around the dressing room, giggling. It was amazing. Yeah, it was perfect to find out in front of him. Now, how did you get Lawrence to play Mrs. Sacramento with you? Uh, such a great question, man. Just like pure luck. So Al... It was we were scheduled to go on the '70s rock and romance cruise uh, this past February, and Al wasn't feeling comfortable. He's 75 years old, and last minute he canceled. And so we were like, we we said to the cruise, like, we'll still come and we'll play 
Kenny Loggins song. You know, we'll play songs of everyone who we backed up. We'll play Bad Company. We'll play... Al Stewart. We'll play You're the Cat. So they let us come on the cruise anyway, and they said, well, why don't you ask somebody, because, you know, it's all huge legends and celebrities on this cruise. Why don't you ask somebody to guest on your set? So we asked Lawrence Juber, who was on the ship playing a bunch of Paul McCartney wing songs. And he very graciously said yes. He had produced a couple Al Stewart songs. Playing with Lawrence live was very humbling and very, very fun. It, it was He's a master at the highest level. Like, no wonder sure. Paul McCartney chose this guy, right? Sure, he did, right? We didn't, like, talk about what we were going to play. We just said, hey, we'll play this song in F, we'll play this song in A. And one of the songs we played was Mrs. Sacramento, this instrumental we've been doing. And Lawrence was awesome. He played it. So, like, there, it was a no-brainer on our end. We, we sent him an email after the cruise, and he very graciously sent us back a track. We didn't give him any notes, obviously. He just played the tune. I tried to pay him. He would not accept money. Uh, <laughs> it was a truly amazing experience. And we're the empty pockets, so, like, we appreciate that. Yeah, right? that for free. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that is incredible. Yeah, I saw, when I saw his name, you know, it's like, <laughs> no, you know, it's you know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> and we joke that, like, we always talk about the degrees of separation, you know, like that game, Kevin Bacon, how m- Kevin Bacon's how many degrees from somebody. Sure. Lawrence Juber is like our pal now. So we're one degree from Paul McCartney. We're right there. We're exactly. So close to the Beatles, man. We're so <laughs> close. Exactly. No, that's that's incredible. Tell me about your upcoming tour. Uh, later in the month, we have a trio of shows. Uh, one in Three Oaks, Michigan at the Acorn, a quirky, really cool theater, but one not far from the Northwoods, actually, in Watoma, Wisconsin, at the Macomb uh, Performing Arts Center. Uh, that's on the 17th. That may be sold out. Uh, we're with Al Stewart. And then we're back home in Evanston at Space with Al Stewart on the 18th of September. Yep. Excellent. And then we go to, as you mentioned a little bit before, we're going to do... 20 dates in Europe, uh, in the UK, uh, in Scotland, in England, in Wales, and in our first ever dates in Israel. So we're pretty excited about the fall. Well, I'm glad that you guys are homegrown in the Midwest and making a name for yourselves out there. And uh, you keep writing the songs that you write, and um, we're we're going to keep listening. And we are so grateful that you guys took the time to speak with us today. And um, Yeah, wish you a safe journey and and keep those songs coming. We take our Midwest roots very seriously, so thank you so much for listening, and uh, we really appreciate you guys championing music and indie artists like us. Yeah, thanks, Jared. We appreciate the support, man. Hey, thanks, Josh. Thanks, Erica.